If you're a leader whose success depends on your ability to think clearly, then join the 8-Second Daily Coach, where I'll email you daily questions to amplify your leadership in 8 seconds or less. Sign up now at ZachAaron.com forward slash daily question. That's ZachAaron, Z-A-C-H-A-R-E-N-D.com forward slash daily question. saying no to some of the good things you know maybe some of the opportunities that come your way different requests or or customers that want to work with you sometimes the only way to fulfill on your dream is you got to say no to the good opportunities so that you can start to create and work towards the great opportunities in today's episode we are going to talk about the importance of having and holding a big dream a big grand vision for your life and your business. And the reason I wanted to come on here and share this with you is I'm right there with you. I just spent these the last several days in LA in a mastermind group where we, there's about 30 of us, we sat down and we got really clear on where we desired to go in our lives over the next 20 years, what we wanted to be the best at, what we wanted to be world-class at, what we were building and what we were willing to commit the next 20 years of our lives to build. That was like the conversation. And then we spent the rest of the time just talking about what will it take for us to achieve that dream. And I just want to come here and share some of the insights that I've had, because I know if you're listening, you too have a big dream. It might just be a whisper right now. There might be moments where you're like, wouldn't it be great if, or maybe you see certain people in your life, maybe somebody that's in a type of business that you're in, but maybe they're much further along and you see what they're doing and it just lights you up. You're like, oh my, that, I want to do that. I want to be that. Not that I'm trying to be somebody I'm not, but I want to have the impact she's making or, or speak powerfully like he speaks. I want to do that. I want to be that in my own unique way, but that is what I aspire toward. You get this. We all have that. Some of us choose to not listen to that and choose to rationalize why that's not possible for us. Not some of us. I think most of us do. And I'm guilty of that too. Years of my life, I told myself all the reasons why I couldn't be and do what I desire to do. But here I am. Not that I've arrived. In fact, there is no destination. That's one of the things I've learned. There is no destination. But here I am on the path. I'm, I'm doing the work. And it's so, it's so energizing. So back to this past, these past several days, because I wanted to just come on here and share with you what I learned. Because if I have a big dream, and my goal is to fulfill on that dream, I'm willing to bet that so do you. And some of the insights that I've had come up with me, you just might find some value in. So I don't have a bunch of notes written down. I'm kind of speaking from, from the heart and, and just going with it. So bear with me. The first thing I learned was the power of, of clarifying a big dream, getting crystal clear on what it is you desire to create, who it is you desire to be. And for me, I wrote down, I want to be a world-class transformational coach that draws creative entrepreneurs back to their unique greatness so that it can bring their potential to life. 
that is what lights me up. And that work energizes the hell out of me. I mean, I love it. My dream (laughs) is to see other people's dreams be fulfilled. I mean, that is my ultimate dream. It's There's nothing more fulfilling to me in my life. So I listen to that. I listen to that meaning. I'm like, well, then what would that look like? If I live from that place, what would be the vehicle for me to have that type of impact I want to have? Well, world-class transformational coach. I want to be one of the best transformational coaches to creative entrepreneurs in the world. You know what? One of the things I learned is I had to get over the stereotypes of air quote being the best because in in the world we live in today, that's kind of frowned upon, isn't it? Like, who do you think you are that you're going to be the best or, you know, world-class? How arrogant are you to think that that's what you, what you're going to achieve in your life? Right. I'm okay. That's what I was telling myself for, for the longest time. And how do you think I showed up? Well, I played much smaller than I desired to play And I stayed safe far too long, putting off what I really wanted in my life. Here's what happens when you write something down like being world-class or being the best at whatever you decide to do. And here's what happens. You get really clear on where you need to spend your time. In fact, as I've been on this path for the last year now, It's humbling because you see all the work that needs to be done. You see so much clearer what what that's going to take from you. And that's very humbling. And so first thing I learned is there's power in writing a big goal, a big dream, something that's bigger than you could even believe is possible, something that stretches you more than you believe you can be stretched. And here's what happened. As soon as I wrote that down, as soon as I wrote that down and got clear on what it is I desired to create in my life, I started asking myself, how, (laughs) how am I going to do that? And you know, what do you think? How do you think I felt as I was asking myself that question? How, how will I get there? You know, how will I get there? I wrote down that I want to impact a million people. And right away, I felt this weight on my back. How will I get there? Maybe you have felt that weight on your back when you start to contemplate and think about something bigger for your life and your business, a bigger vision. And all of a sudden, that weight shows up uh, and that question of how shows up. And so this is the second thing I learned. How is a losing question, especially when it comes on fulfilling on a big dream. It just is. How is a losing question? Because here's the thing. I've never done it before. You've never done your big goal before. So you don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. I don't know how. And as long as I focus on that, I'm going to take myself out of the game. You're going to take yourself out of the game. So instead of focusing on what you need to to do to achieve your vision, your dream, This is the third thing I learned. The third thing I learned is you're not trying to get to your dream. Your dream is a place to come from. So instead of doing more, the question now is who 
do I need to be to be somebody who has achieved that dream, that vision? Meaning, if just imagine yourself there, you've arrived, you are at that pinnacle of that dream, you're fulfilling on it 100%, you're living it, it is your life now. From that place, you get to ask yourself the question, having achieved the dream, who would I be being? What would be the character traits of somebody who has fulfilled on that dream? What would be their identity? How would they think? How would they respond to maybe some of the challenges that you're faced with today? So that's what I mean by being. Who would I have to be to have been somebody that has fulfilled on the dream, that that has achieved that vision? So that's my question to you is, rather than focus on what you need to do to accomplish your big goal, who must you be and come from that place and start living being your dream today? It starts now. So that's the... The third thing I learned is you, you you got to become, not become, but be the dream, be the vision, and and really take on the character traits of a person that, of someone who has achieved that dream, who's playing at that level, doing what you desire to do. Because from that being, the doing flows. And that's that's kind of a meta, meta philosophical thought, but just think about it, like, being is, it's, it's all about the story that you're telling yourself, the thoughts, the inner dialogue. And so if your inner dialogue is one that's aligned with somebody who is the best or world-class, somebody who has achieved the dream that you have, then you're going to show up differently. And so you're going to take action in a different way. And so that's what I mean by being is come from the place of of the identity and character traits of somebody who has already achieved the dream and let the doing flow from that. So that was number three. Number four, it hit me. There has been times, especially in this first quarter of this year, I've had a lot of high points and low points. In fact, I've been telling people over the last 90 days, it's almost like I've fit six months of things in my calendar in the span of 90 days. And It's been really exciting, but then there's been a lot of times during the day where I'm like, what am I doing? I don't want to be doing this. What what am I doing? You know, I'm not, I'm not really being the person that would create the dreams that I have and move in that direction. I'm not really making the boat go faster. I'm actually, if I look at my calendar, I'm actually investing my time in areas that aren't going to take me to where I want to go. And there's been times where I've felt distracted. Maybe you felt distracted. There's been times where I've felt overwhelmed. Have you felt overwhelmed? And there's been times quite maybe, maybe this seems like an opposite on the spectrum, but I've felt bored, like just not, not engaged to the level that I want to be engaged in my life. And here's what I've learned. And at this point, I've lost track of what number I'm on. I think I'm on number four. So the fourth thing I learned is If that's how you're feeling, if you're feeling distracted, if you're feeling overwhelmed or bored, it's time to up the stakes. It's time to up the stakes. That's what I learned this week is it's time for me to up the stakes. And I'm wondering, what do you think about that? What would it mean to you if you were to up the stakes? Because there is something about playing a bigger game 
putting more demands on yourself, demands that align with your dream, right? That actually are going to put you where you want to be long-term that give you that opportunity to really dial yourself in, focus, and grow. Because the only the times we grow the most is when we're under demanding situations, when we're challenged, when we're out of our comfort zone, or at least we're on the edge of our comfort zone. That's when we grow. That's when we're the most focused. That's when we're the most engaged. We don't have time to be distracted. We don't have time to be bored. And overwhelm, well, we can't afford to be overwhelmed. We've got to get done what's in front of us. We've got to deliver on the commitments that we've made to a customer or our team. That's what I mean by upping the stakes. Because sometimes you've got to let go of something good in your life and in your business so that you can grab onto something great, so that you can grab onto your ultimate desires and dreams and visions. And so what would it look like for you to up the stakes? Because I left this week committing to myself that I am going to up the stakes. And that means, and this is point number, <laughs> I think that was just point number four, I, five I just gave you. This is point number six. When you up the stakes, you've got to get really good at saying no to everything that isn't your dream, to saying no to certain people in your life, you know, people that actually take you away from being who you desire to be, saying no to some of the good things, you know, maybe some of the opportunities that come your way, different requests or or customers that want to work with you. Sometimes the only way to fulfill on your dream is you got to say no to the, the good opportunities so that you can start to create and work towards the great opportunities. And that my friends, if you're listening, is so hard for me. I I have this heart of service. I want to help people. And I realized that I have a real high integrity towards others. So when I make a commitment to others, I will put my commitment to others ahead ahead of the commitment I have to myself. And a coach I've been working with shared the, the distinction between self-integrity and integrity towards others. And if you were to ask me, you know, are you, do you have self-integrity? I would say, oh, absolutely. But now as I look at it, I have a stronger integrity towards others than I do myself. I will put my own goals and my own dreams behind honoring commitments that I've made. Now, that's important to me. I don't plan on changing that. Because the commitments we make to others is important. We need to have integrity in all areas of our life. But that's why we have to get really good at saying no. Because if you're like me, if you commit to something, you're going to put that ahead oftentimes of your own self-integrity, your own dream. I'm not saying you're going to not be self-integrous, but you're going to get to the point where you feel over-obligated and under-committed in a way. Like you're, you're feeling like you're obligated. There's so many things you're supposed to do, should do, ought to do for the other people, the other commitments you've already committed to, and you're putting off what you want most in your life. If that's the case, then we need to start rethinking what we're saying yes to and start saying no to that so we can say yes to what we ultimately want in our lives and get really committed 
to those people and, and those commitments, if that makes sense. So are you making commitments that actually line up with your own self-integrity of, of who you desire to be and what you desire to create? So that's the, the sixth insight that I'm taking away from this week is I've got to get better at saying no to the good so that I can start ultimately saying yes to the great stuff, the stuff that ultimately lights me up the most. Because it's not until I have the courage to do that, it's not until I do that that I'm actually going to be moving down the road towards what I ultimately want. So those are six I think I've shared with you now. And let's just wrap it up with number seven. Because I like the number seven. I don't know why. The last thing that I'm learning is the bigger the dream, the more you need to start focusing on building your dream team and really leading that team. Because when you have a big dream, all of a sudden, you have something that's bigger than you. It's requiring more than you have to give. And that there's power in that. Because it breaks us of, well, it breaks me of my bad habits of carrying everything on my back. I've been accused of being a jack of all trades. You know, I can figure things out. I've taken pride in my ability to to figure things out. And I think I mentioned this in a previous episode. There's a great book by Benjamin Hardy, Dan Sullivan called Who Not How. And it has, it's become so clear to me that the bigger the dream the more the question now needs to not be how, it needs to be who. So who can help me fulfill on my dream? Is it a coach? Is it a mentor? Is it a key member of your team? Is it somebody that's going to take off all the stuff off your plate so that you can start to, to live into what I call your unique greatness, the stuff you love to do, you're great, that's going to have the biggest impact on what you're trying to create. The only way you do that is you got to start letting go. You got to start saying no to things. And sometimes you've got to find a team that you can start to delegate to and start to hand that stuff off so that you get to go run and play and do the stuff that really lights you up. And so that's the last lesson. Number seven is all about building a dream team, finding your who's. Because when it's big, the bigger the dream, you start to realize that this is bigger than me. And And that's when you know you're right where you need to be, because the only way through that is you're going to have to start to let go and start to get really clear on how you can make your greatest contribution to fulfilling on that dream and the who's you're going to need to come behind you and kind of pick up the stuff that you're not great at. And that's when greatness occurs. That's when the that's when the dream really comes alive is when you build that team. And so that's the first, that's the last thing. Number seven is focusing more on the who's, less on the how. And if, if that's a topic of interest to you, I highly recommend checking out the book, Who Not How by, by Benjamin Hardy, because he goes in deep. And I remember reading that book and it was like a slap across the face. Like you are spinning your wheels because you keep doing all the work and you're not focusing on building your team. You're not focused on, finding the who's. Since reading that book, I've went and got some coaches in my life. They're actually helping me along the path of how to market my business, how to tell stories, how to be the transformational coach that I desire to be. They're teaching me the skill sets and they're, and I'm doing the work. I'm doing my work. And that's what you need to do too, is 
who do you need to find and bring into your life so that you can fill, fill on your dream? And then you can let your unique greatness out and you can run and do the stuff that you love to do and really lights you up and it's going to have the biggest impact on the business. And here's the thing. Number eight, I said seven, but here's a bonus. When you get clear, you end up doing less because you and I, if you look back on the history of of the, the path you've been on and building your business, you have been doing way too many things. And that's the number eight, the last, the bonus insight is when you get clear on what you ultimately want in that big number one bold dream, big bold dream, long-term goal, you start getting so focused that you actually start doing less and you start figuring out what the handful of things are that you're being called to do that have the greatest impact and you start doing less. And that's counterintuitive because the bigger the goal, sometimes it's like, well, big, you know, there's these stereotypes out there and it kind of pisses me off that, yeah, to, to be, to accomplish anything great in your life, you're going to have to work hard do more, to be more. And I just think it's BS. In fact, that's, that's, the, that's why we, we burn out. That's why we don't fulfill in our dreams is because we're not wise enough to get really clear on what are the three, maybe four things I need to be doing in my business and what else do I need to let go of and actually work less, but find the leverage points in, in the business, in your role it's going to create the greatest outcome for you and your business. So that's the question I want to leave you with. Your you know, call to action of all of these eight things I just shared with you, I think if I left you with one thing, it would be the question of what is my unique greatness in this business? What is it that I love to do, lights me up, I'm extremely passionate about it, I'm good at it. I mean, it almost feels effortless. And sometimes what we're good at and what feels effortless is we discount it because it's normal to us. It's easy to us because somewhere along the way, we were taught, there's a story that we were taught that life must be hard, that success is a struggle. So anything that feels easy, we start labeling ourselves as lazy or, you know, or, you know, well, something's wrong. Like this, this, I must be doing something wrong. This is easy. This is effortless. I'm I'm supposed to work hard. There's supposed to be struggle. And what if that's a myth? Because, Again, back to my question, what is your unique greatness? What do you love to do? What are you passionate about? What are you good at? So good at it, it almost comes to you naturally, effortlessly. It's just something that kind of, it just happens. It's something you naturally are able to do. And it tends to have a lot of impact in the business. And I'll be honest, sometimes it's hard for us to see that ourselves, And there's a lot of assessments and, you know, working with a coach, somebody who sees your greatness and helps, helps you draw, draws you back to it. Those things are really important because, again, we discount. We discount that for ourselves. We don't see what everybody else sees. And so we don't ever play into that unique greatness. So I want you to slow down and just think about that question. What is my unique greatness? What is it that I love to do? What do I also find naturally that I'm good at and almost as effortless effortless for me to do? And you know what? Gosh, it actually has a lot of impact on the growth and trajectory of my business, of my dream, of my vision. So what is that for you? And 
you know, I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. You know, I'd like to hear from you. Like, what is it? What's your unique greatness? Tell me. I'm at Zach.Aaron on Instagram. Just DM me. I would love to to hear where you are on your journey and share with me some of your insights that you're that you maybe gleaned from from this episode. And I just want to leave you with this. You know, what if you were to just believe in your unique greatness? Actually look yourself in the mirror instead of seeing yourself as not a good enough leader or not a good enough or, or creative enough entrepreneur. What if you just to believe that you are great and trust it and act on it and just continue to do what you love and play full out in your business? What, what would be different for you? So thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the Create Purpose Podcast. All right. I want to take a moment to make an announcement. I want to let you know that I'm taking applications right now for the Create Purpose Mastermind, an intimate mastermind group for aspiring seven-figure creative female business owners who are looking to build their dream team. So if that's you, go to createpurpose.net forward slash mastermind. Here's what it's going to look like if you decide to spend a year with me and this intimate mastermind. You know, when I was putting this together, I really was thinking about what are the outcomes that I want you to get as a result of spending a year in this group. Number one is I want you to discover your unique greatness. Because when you surround yourself with people who see you for who you are and are able to draw you back to your own greatness, so much can change. Number two, I want to help you master your inner game. Because everything in business starts with self-awareness of why things are the way they are Because as soon as you become aware of that, you get to decide and make a choice to change it for the better. Number three, I want to see you lead with confidence. You know, because I fundamentally believe you already have everything you need. You don't need another guru to show you the way. And I want to see you build your dream team. And that's what we're ultimately going to be doing in this group is building a business around a team of people that no longer centers around you, the leader, but you now have a team where you now are able to free yourself up to be the true CEO and create a visionary of your business, ultimately to grow your business, make your business easier to manage, more profitable, and a lot more fun. So if you're an inspiring seven-figure creative female business owner who's wanting to build your dream team and grow your business, then please don't wait. There's only 12 seats available, so don't hesitate in getting your application in. What if this were to be your breakthrough year? And what if this mastermind is exactly what you need to really grow your business and bring your unique potential to life? To learn more, go to createpurpose.net forward slash mastermind. Hopefully you really enjoyed this podcast episode, and my hope is you found it really inspirational. And also, most importantly, I hope you took away some practical things that you can start to do and apply in your own life. So finally, I have one small favor to ask of you before you go. Wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple Music or Spotify, 
If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Love to hear your thoughts. Come find us on social media, share it on social media. It just really helps us get the word out, helps us grow our audience. So please do that. Thanks to my team, Ashley Bolden, who handles all the admin, and Chris Skipper, who handles all the music and editing of this podcast. For more information on the Create Purpose podcast, you can go to www.createpurpose.net. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Zach.Arend. Please drop me a comment, reach out, drop me a DM. I'd love to hear from you and love to hear what you're taking away from these conversations. What would you like to hear more of? Do you have any guests that you would love to see come on the show? And I'm always looking for great people to talk to and people with great stories that can inspire you. And so if you know of anybody, send them my way. Love to hear from you. I'm your host, Zach Aaron, and I'll see you in the next episode of the Create Purpose podcast. Bye for now. If you're a leader whose success depends on your ability to think clearly, then join the 8 Second Daily Coach, where I'll email you daily questions to amplify your leadership in 8 seconds or less. Sign up now at ZachAaron.com forward slash daily question. That's ZachAaron, Z-A-C-H-A-R-E-N-D.com forward slash daily question.